0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, madness, I tell you, madness. BYU zigs, the Zags, and end the nation's longest home win streak. I
1: was there, I'll take you into the
0: locker room. The on-site
1: reaction from the big win at number three, Gonzaga. Plus, who can forget about this?
0: Buzz. I know Jerem hasn't. <laughs> Time for a new dude, brother. BYU Sports Nation next. Let's go. This is BYU Sports
2: Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B,
1: here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. This is hard because that game is a game that BYU 99 out of 100 times probably loses. 99
0: out of 100?
1: They are good dude! It's Kentucky and then it's Gonzaga. I'm
0: not saying that they're not. If BYU
1: wins that game I, I'll do something crazy. I'll shave my head. Let's say that. If BYU beats Gonzaga in Spokane, I'll shave
0: my head. You did it to yourself. Yes, I did. Call it magic. Call it true. <laughs> BYU Sports Station Live and Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store. Your home for authentic BYU products. Monday, March 2nd, wherever it's and however March. you're dialed in. Sweet. It's Fantastic to have you with us today. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Rogaine representative Jerem Jordan.
1: Soon to be, man. We are going to shave my head on this show. I'm going to own up to what I said. There are people over the weekend they are like, are you really going to do it? Why wouldn't I do it? Although I will say this. Coming into today, I'd never had anxiety or like a worry or stress coming into the show. That is, today I am, I am shaking. Because I, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And, the, and there's a, you know, it's, I'm going to buzz it off. No clips for the radio you, audience. You
0: look, you look great. You're going to look great, bro. Am I? You're going to look I great. I keep thinking of Matt Carlino when he shaved his head, and that just frightens me. Twitter poll. Will Jerem Jordan look better with a shaved head than Matt Carlino did?
1: <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs>
0: I think you will. Not lost in the
1: fact that this happened is I was never concerned about that being at the game, by the way. It was always, oh, win the game, win the game. I wasn't thinking like, oh, no, I don't want to shave my head. Jubilation. Lose. lose." No. It was nothing but joy and awesomeness. It was an unbelievable experience to be there for both those games over the weekend. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. All aboard! Yeah, I'm on, dude. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. You know what I'll do? I'll just wear this hat the rest of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably going to be donning some wigs and hats.
0: I've got the conductor's hat on. Toupees and everything. got the old ball cap on you can have some fun with this, dude. You know, you want to wear some baseball caps backwards. Oh, yeah, every, yeah. Everyone's
1: like, you're g- your hair's going to feel, your head's going to feel cold. You didn't realize it, but you're going to you're gonna miss that. Oh, I was like, uh, no, I realize it now. Down go the Zags. So that's re- coming up.
0: You brought back some gifts from the Northwest. Too. Yes, I
1: did. Okay, a couple of things here. One is a uh, mug from Powell's Bookstore. If you've been to Portland, that is this awesome bookstore downtown. Okay. Portland. Okay. Portlandia, people will appreciate it. I put a bird on it. <laughs> it's a reference to a Portlandia skit. So wait, it's a, wait, wait, you made uh, Portland mug. No, I'm just kidding. I bought it. There's a bird on it. That's a reference to a Portlandia skit. Okay, Portland okay, mug. Portland, okay. Portland awesome. mug. Love awesome. It. Went to Voodoo. Love it. And then uh, Spokane. I just got like a, a driver's license. Does that, that go Spokane. in the front
0: automatically? Does that become the greatest set piece now?
1: What's the Spokane thing? Yes. I don't know. I also brought my media pass from the Portland game because yeah. that's where Tyler Hawes set the record. He was-
0: what, you, the best road trip
1: ever. It was fantastic. It was unbelievable. It was, it was re- and it was awesome because I hadn't seen my wife and kid in two weeks. I uh, had a connecting flight in Phoenix yesterday, hung out with my mom. So it was like the best weekend ever. It was great. Uh, until I shave my head. <laughs> the weekend's and over, then, dude. And then it, yeah, <laughs> the weekend's it's, over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's back to reality. Rebecca Black was right. The weekend is the best. The conversation Everybody's working for the weekend.
0: Alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Wow. Members, welcome. What is the
1: best part of BYU's win at Gonzaga? Many responses have something to do with me shaving my head
0: today. Yeah, speaking of, at CL underscore living says, it started the tourney train to <laughs> the hairy mess of March Madness. Oh, my God. Or should I say brackets and heads are all exposed. Yes. Well played. All the puns have come out today. <laughs> oh, man. This, is, this, this day was built for social media, Jerem. Yes, it was. We expect today's <laughs> show to have fantastic <laughs> ratings. I'll tell you that. Bring on the BYU Sports Nation headlines. Here's what else we're talking about today, as if there were anything else. New bracket out from Joe Lunardi at ESPN more? has BYU as a 12-seed play-in game well, then. against Colorado State. They were seventh to last team out before Gonzaga. Do you know who else has BYU
1: in the bracket? Brother Jerry Palm. Jerry! Oh! Hello, Jerry. Welcome. Welcome (laughs) to the reality that is BYU basketball. If someone doesn't have BYU in their bracket, I question their bracketology knowledge. He said that they weren't a bubble team like last week. That's just dumb. And we all know it. And then BYU beat Gonzaga. They're a tournament
0: team. Come on. The first practice of BYU spring football just wrapped up. How about football is taking a back seat today? Wow. Spring football started. And it's it's like, yeah. Because BYU just... BYU basketball
1: just pulled off the Oklahoma win. Seriously. They beat Gonzaga. P- people at the airport celebrating. It was fantastic. What a great weekend for BYU. And now they go into Vegas with all this good karma. By the way, the strongest manifestation of the BYU Sports Nation karma ever. It happened. It, it,
0: Slash yes. SI jinx. It's, there's no containing it. How else is that hook shot from Corbin Kofusi going? That's true. I mean, come on. <laughs> we had him on what? the show like that. Come on. Yep. You, it's real. Men's volleyball swept Ball State in both matches. The Cougars ranked number four. We'll see if they jump up in the rankings. After all of that, rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The home win streak is gone, Zaga. Five on the shot clock. The drive. Collinsworth, the miss, but he gets his own rebound and puts it up and in.
1: What a huge play cow
0: Cal Collinsworth. Wiltshire will get the shot up in time. Good if it goes. And the winning streak has come to an end. And the BYU Cougars might just have that win that gets them in. Oh, they do, Beth Mowens. They do. The tourney train is rolling full steam ahead. How do you sum up the best regular season win BYU has had since 1981? In an hour. Wow. The answer is... You don't. You run with it all week. That's exactly what we're going to do. However, here are some quick hitters. BYU upsets number three, Gonzaga, in Spokane, 73 70. It ends the nation's longest home win streak at 41 games. BYU jumps 21 spots in the RPI to number 35 on Saturday. From seventh to last team out in ESPN's bracketology to now in, BYU secures the number two seed in the West Coast Conference Tournament. Because St.
1: Mary's lost to Santa Clara. That happened. So BYU's the two, like last year. They finish as a two and win the
0: tiebreaker. Amazing. BYU finishes 8-1 and one in the back half of West Coast Conference play.
1: Like last year. BYU did this same thing. Dave Rose is unbelievable in the second half of WCC play. BYU figured it out and got one of the biggest wins, if not the biggest win in Dave
0: Rose's career at BYU. Let us relive the moment or moments oh, yes. from Spokane. Jeremy, you were there courtside. What was it like? What was the scene like from the moment Wilcher's heave Hit back iron to the time you finally left the arena. I
1: tweeted a picture of where I was in relation to that. Probably 10, 15 feet away. I thought it was in for one thing. But once that thing doesn't go in, it's dead quiet in there except for about 30 people. The BYU players, coaching staff, and then the 1% of the arena that was BYU. It's a hard ticket to get. It's not a huge arena. But those that were there, it was dead silent except for isolated audio. And I ran out there with my iPhone, and we're seeing this on BYU TV. If you missed this, I tweeted it out. The, the jubilation on everyone's face, jumping, screaming, hugging for days, screaming into into my camera. Skylar Halford saw me. Mark Pope saw me, so they screamed at me. <laughs> Terry Nashif gets a noogie from Dave Rose. I mean, it was exciting. Really cool moment, too, out of this, where Tyler Hawes and Skylar Halford find their dads. Huge hugs from them in the stands. It was so validating for BYU. There's the Nashif noogie on BYU TV. The... Uh, the validation was we play defense now, we still have good offense, and we just beat Gonzaga. We can do whatever we are capable of when we play defense. And it was so awesome because BYU deserved this. They were five and four, they go eight and one, play good defense, and an unbelievable win at a place where it's unbelievable to try and beat that team. It was amazing. It was amazing. One of the biggest wins of BYU basketball history. And they celebrated hard outside the locker room and even in the locker room. Just craziness. Ain't no party like a Provo party. And they took it to Spokane.
0: Dave Rose was understandably giddy in his postgame celebration, as were all the coaches and players and the 30 fans or so that were there. It's a, it was about that much. But he's still a coach. After the immediate reaction, he understands there's still
3: work to do. But we just, you know, we just fought, and the group, the guys, were really together. Whatever lineup we had in there, uh, I really felt comfortable with the group as a whole, and uh, that's a good feeling when they're all dialed in like that.
0: Okay, so that is a little bit lower key, Dave Rose, because again, the West Coast Conference tournament approaches. You asked him a question that I, that I thought got a really funny response. I don't think he understood the question. He answered the with question. Snark
1: to me because I asked a dumb question. <laughs> so I meant to say in game, but I said. When when did you realize you could win the thing? And he said, after the Portland game, when we started preparing for this one. He d- he does this thing where he looks around like, is everyone else seeing how dumb that question was? <laughs> Which was fair. It was a dumb question. But I meant in-game. And I asked Skyler Howford that as well. At what point did you realize, oh, we're, we're going to win this? And he said, not until Wiltshire's shot missed. It was not until then. BYU hung on by their bootstraps. Until the very end and got the victory. They gutted it out. BYU didn't play a... I wouldn't say that BYU played a great game. They missed free throws. There were times where they let Gonzaga have a big run. I wouldn't say they played like the perfect game is what we thought they had to play. But they won the game because they played good defense. They
0: made Gonzaga uncomfortable.
1: Yes. And the stat of the day is amazing today, which brings us to it. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Gonzaga never led against BYU. It was tied at halftime. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't compute in my bracket matrix. That does not compute in my matrix. Are you questioning my logic? Yes. <laughs> bracket <laughs> matrix. This the is last, for you, man. The last time Gonzaga didn't lead in a home game, eight years ago. Take that, bracket T. Over eight team. years ago. They that did, was amazing. They, they got didn't have to a lead. 9-2 run, and then BYU had the pressure on. Who, uh, raise your hand if BYU was up ten or, when BYU was up ten or eleven when you thought, oh no, they're still they're still a shot for guns because they came back down sixteen against St. Mary's. Yeah, you, huh, Skylar was right. Seventeen, he'll, they were us later. They, <sighs> just, they were hanging on, and Kyle Collinsworth has one of the biggest shots of his life, the putback with under a minute to go when BYU was trying to milk clock. See, that's
0: when I thought when he made that shot, I was like, they're going to win. That put him up what five? They're going to they're going to win. Oh, and then there's also this. BYU out-rebounded Gonzaga 41-39. The Cougars now 19-0. Unbelievable. When they out-rebound opponents this season. Is it that simple? Sort of.
1: That that correlates to defense. They've held everyone uh, to 70 or under in this six-game win streak. Outstanding. They play some defense, and they're the best offense in the country.
0: What is the best part of BYU's win at Gonzaga? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
2: It's Twitter time.
0: Cougar fan overcoming both an off night by Tyler Hawes and terrible free throw shooting. Never panicked. Played tough defense. Hashtag couldn't pick just one. Tyler Hawes scored 10 points.
1: He struggled and he missed two free throws at the end. But guess what? It didn't matter. BYU won the game. Ryan Andrus. 1.5 seconds left. One point game. It's in question. There's a chance BYU, what if he goes 0-for-2 and they chuck it down the court and make a jumper and it's over and they win? Well, That that's could have happened. You
0: can, you can go with a, a full-court, you know, heave to try and get a two-point shot up if he doesn't make both those free throws. Yes,
1: he could have pulled a lightner. That would have been wild, but Wilcher could have done it. He almost did it. He almost tied the game. I asked Dave Rose, did you want to Andrews to make the second? And he said yes, because the worst was going to OT. But Kyle Collinsworth had five fouls. Did Corbin foul out or he was close? It would have been bad. BYU probably would
0: have lost in overtime had it gone to that. At Russ Tibbetts, best part of the victory over Gonzaga is watching those dressed up as missionaries <laughs> leaving the arena with true missionary humility. Did you see? I saw the Gonzaga football team didn't there, they, too. Yeah, didn't they learn from San Diego State fans? On, I guess you, not. Keep I guess doing not. it. ESPN's John Gassaway joins us next. Are the Cougars really in? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143, and moving pictures on BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us by using the hashtag BYUS. And if you don't follow us, you are definitely going to want to follow the account today. BYU TV
1: will be live in Vegas this week. Wednesday we leave. We'll get there uh, and start broadcasting Thursday. BYU Sports Nation as well as live games, halftimes, uh, halftime shows, shows between games coming up. Starting Thursday, we're going to do 12 games, eight women, four men. BYU Sports Nation, a special on Saturday as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check it out starting this Thursday.
0: T minus about 20, 25 minutes until Jerem and the Clippers, the Day of Reckoning, become friends. <laughs> Oh, outstanding. What is the best part of BYU's win at Gonzaga? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Elko, Cougar says BYU played physical, aggressive ball, and West Coast Conference officials didn't punish them for it. That was a miracle in and of itself. At
1: WCC, officials challenged me, they, uh, I guess, to a fight in Spokane. I never saw them. <laughs> so that didn't go down.
0: Oh, ESPN's John Gassaway back on BYU Sports Station now, college basketball insider. John, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. Good to be here.
0: John, after that win in Spokane for BYU, they jumped 21 spots in the RPI. On Friday, ESPN released the curious case of BYU, and then the Cougars apparently took it personal. Are they a tournament team now after Saturday night?
2: Nobody knows. Uh, they are right on the bubble. There is a lot of basketball still to be played. And the challenge here is that there's more basketball to be played by BYU's uh, competitors for those slots than there is by BYU themselves. So, uh, we don't know. You know, my own, I I like to talk up my own colleague at ESPN, Joe Lunardi, and his bracketology. Uh speaking of uh good hair care as we're talking about on the show today. Uh, it's real <laughs> Uh I, I was just uh I was just followed by a tribute Twitter account uh to Joe's uh hair. So I'm not sure I've ever had that distinction. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe maybe that's coming for, for uh for you today. But anyway, uh Joe Joe has BYU in. Uh I also uh, don't tell Joe this, but I also sneak a peek at other Mock brackets and others do not. That's how close it is for BYU right now, and uh, we're going to have to wait and see. The one thing I'll caution nervous BYU fans on is you know, inevitably over the next what we got 13 days until the brackets come out. My goodness, uh, you'll hear a lot about oh bid thieves, you know, and that's going to shrink the number of available uh, slots. Uh, just remember, last year in the NCAA tournament, the number of bid thieves zero. Uh, sometimes there aren't any. Uh, You have to go back to a team like Western Kentucky in 2013 to find one. So maybe things will break your way, and the, the pool of available bids will stay right where it is. You never know.
1: Do you think BYU would be in, in your opinion, today if the brackets came out, if it was Selection Monday?
2: It is right on the knife edge, seriously. I mean, do you remember last year on Selection Sunday, uh, everybody had SMU in, and nobody, absolutely nobody, thought NC State was anywhere near. They weren't e- even on any first four outs.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
2: yeah, and and that happened, and like pandemonium broke out. So my personal uh, evaluation of the NCAA folks is that yes, BYU would uh, get in. And if you asked 100 people that question, you'd, you'd get 50, 51 saying yes and 49 saying no. It's just that close.
0: ESPN's John Gasaway with us on BYU Sports Nation. John, Jerem and I have been talking about BYU getting to 25 wins as being the number where they can feel comfortable going into Selection Sunday. If they get to 25 wins this season, that would mean they're back in the West Coast Conference Tournament Final, probably against Gonzaga. Do you feel like Cougar fans and the Cougars can feel comfortable if they get back to the WCC final.
2: Yes, uh, I do feel like that's the best uh, shot. Of course, the <laughs> best shot of all is to win the thing. Uh, but I, uh, I'm right there with you on your thinking. The only caveat that I would apply as, as somebody who did actually go through uh, the mock selection ex- exercise, I guess, in uh, three years ago now in Indy, is that uh, it, it comes down to... Uh, hard choices that have to be made where inevitably you're excluding a team uh, like, for instance, BYU even though they did uh, get the 25 wins and and make the final because uh, there's only 68 slots available and uh, the team that gets left out at the end always has a a fantastically persuasive argument to make, even if they do get the 25 wins. But that being said, yes, I I do think that would solidify their case uh, above and beyond uh winning in spokane which was a, a, a fantastic uh head shaving uh, worthy occasion <laughs> <That was
1: amazing. laughs> yeah I'm laughing to keep from crying what john what's the case uh against b y u right now you think
2: uh that they were a one hit wonder that that was uh you know the, gonzaga uh chose that one game uh what were Wilcher and pango something like combined uh five of 19 or something weird, which they never will be again for the rest of their lives combined. And, the, you know, that was uh, the game. It, it, it's kind of the same argument that will be made against uh, a team, some teams in the ACC who, who beat Duke. You know, well, what else do you got? Um, so that will be the case. And after the Gonzaga win, there's a there's a big drop in quality before you're looking at the, the next biggest uh notch in, in BYU by BYU's belt but that being said, you know ending a 41 game home winning streak that, that's a pretty good notch right there.
0: does Saturday's results say more about what BYU did or what Gonzaga didn't do?
2: I think it says more about what BYU did and part of the drama here is that the loss came at the end uh, to keep this in perspective from the bulldog side, you know, they've got the same conference record as Wichita State. Uh, everybody, rightfully, is praising to the skies, and nobody's obsessing over the fact, oh, man, Wichita State, you know, you lost at Northern Iowa because it happened weeks ago. So I mean, let's let's not lose, lose sight of the obvious here. This is still a tremendous uh, Gonzaga team that I'm seeing projected as number two seed balance on both sides of the ball uh, just ridiculously accurate on offense and uh, they can definitely do some damage.
1: John, what's uh what's the perception actually in your opinion of BYU in terms of the eyeball test versus numbers?
2: Hmm, I think actually the you know, I'm uh, I, I tend to lean toward the numbers and I'm I'm a bit embarrassed to admit. I think BYU might be an excellent example of where the eyes and the numbers uh, sync up rather nicely. Uh, the, the offhanded tweets that I'm seeing from people who never saw BYU until they watched the Gonzaga game (laughs) or say, yeah, you know, they're, they're a great team and, and Hawes can really, you know, score it even though he didn't have his best game there. Uh, and, and that, uh, you know, that as we discussed on my, my previous visit with, with you all, uh, does match up well. I mean, BYU is right there, neck and neck in terms of, I like to look at conference games only, uh, right there with Gonzaga in terms of best offense in the, in the West Coast Conference. Uh, BYU, just to uh, put pin a number on it, scored 1.18 points per possession in, in conference play, and that's right there with Gonzaga. Um, the defense tends to uh, be the uh, subject of unfair comparison because it's not as good as that amazing offense, but you know, it's it's average and when you score as many points as, as the Cougars do, that'll get the job done. And so you'll uh, I guess that would be the one uh reservation I would put on the I test is that people will say, Oh, the BYU offense or BYU defense is awful. It's not awful. It's just uh, it's average. It's it's kind of uh, Duke like, you know, amazing offense and, and average defense and that'll win you some games.
0: ESPN's John Gasway College Basketball Insider on BYU Sports Nation to break down the Cougars win in Spokane, ending the nation's longest home win streak at 41 games. When you think about the committee and assessing star power, that certainly would favor BYU with Tyler Hawes being one of the nation's top scorers and Kyle Collins was setting an NCAA single season record with five triple doubles. How much does star power really matter when you're discussing who should be in and who should be out?
2: I'm not sure it really matters that much if you look at past years uh the last teams that just barely sneak in before the drawbridge goes up um they you know uh, those teams are there every year and so by definition they will be more prevalent than stars are because stars are really the kind of guys that i recognize on my top 25 players list as, as i have with oz for example uh, they're special. They're rare. And, you know, maybe if you had an extreme case where you had a Kaminsky or an Okathor on a, on a bubble team, uh, that, that would be uh, a different case entirely. But uh, they've got a lot to juggle in, in that committee room, and uh, not the least of which is uh, seeding conflicts, uh, locations, uh, getting getting the right balances. And uh, STARS is on that list, but I, I'm not sure it's it's at the top of that list.
1: John, is Kyle Collinsworth flying under the radar nationally? A guy who's had five triple doubles and just put up a twenty and eight at Gonzaga.
2: Yeah, but what's he done lately? You know, he's in a triple double drought. Come on, Kyle. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, what's it? What's it been? I mean, there, there should be one of those a week. Yeah, I, get I it together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he a head case? What's the problem here? I mean, seriously. Sure. No, uh, I, I think he's on the map. I mean, I think when you say the words triple-double, people think uh, Kyle Collinsworth. You know, he he does have to compete with a, a teammate who uh, has scored a few thousand points by the name of Tyler Hawes for uh, the exclusive attention. But, uh, you know, that was an amazing achievement. And all kidding aside, I mean, the, as we've discussed before, the, the essentials are in place for him to do that, uh, anytime BYU takes the floor as an offense that plays at a good pace and gives him a lot of possessions, and he's an excellent defensive rebounder who uh, sprays assists all over the place. You know, Ergo, I mean, he could he could do it again. And uh, if he's flying under the radar, it just means that you know it's been a few days since the last one. But uh, clearly, an excellent player.
0: Kevin Pangos, Kyle Wiltshire kind of seem to be leading the discussion for the West Coast Conference Player of the Year. But after Saturday, because of what Kyle did on a national stage, plus the five triple doubles, now does, do you feel like he has a legitimate argument to be the West Coast Conference Player of the Year?
2: I think it's going to be tough. I think that uh, I think that and, and Pangos are just kind of locked in, and I I don't see. Uh, you know, with the possible exception of it does seem like Frank Kaminsky might be uh, overtaking Okafor for National Player of the Year. But that, uh, that goes against the point that I was about to volunteer, which is, it seems like the conventional wisdom on these awards kind of settles uh, in February. And uh, if that is indeed the case, then um, my reckless prediction would be Kyle Wilcher, West Coast Player of the Year.
1: Does St. Mary's have any shot of getting into the tournament if they don't win the West Coast Conference tournament?
2: No, none. Uh, the the mock brackets that I'm looking at, uh, they have, yeah, you know, I, I can't count, uh, at least a dozen uh, teams above them who are also out. And I don't mean teams that are on the bubble. I mean teams that are on the wrong line, uh, wrong side of the cut line. I mean at least twelve, thirteen, fourteen above them. Uh, you know, Stanford Illinois, UCLA, Pittsburgh, uh, Florida, for goodness sake. I'm I'm seeing above uh you know, Florida, a team that lost to Missouri. I've seen them on the mock well, rap. How about above, that? Uh, 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 I've seen them above uh St. Mary's. So I, I am a huge fan of what Randy Bennett has done uh, over the years in, in Moraga, but uh, it's it's gonna be tough this season. They they've got to uh, they've got to win that trophy.
0: ESPN College basketball insider John Gassaway on BYU Sports Nation. Great to talk to you again, John. We'll make sure that you get the before and after pictures uh, from Jerem.
2: <laughs> He'll know better next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later.
0: Oh, brother. You're getting closer. How are you feeling, man? Great. Let's
1: talk about something else. <laughs> okay, pra- football practice ended, by the way. Uh, oh. Let's see. Brandon Gurney of the Deseret News tweeted, Coach Peck. Who's Coach Peck? You mean Coach Beck? Jason Beck, I think? Beck, yeah. yeah, yeah there you go. Says, Taysom will do every drill this spring except for team drills, so no scrimmaging. That's encouraging. I, that's more than I thought he'd do. Just we to thought see he'd be him, out for
0: spring. I'm telling you, just to see him back in a uniform for that photo shoot. Gives you hope. People went nuts. Like Carl like Malone,
1: like Jimmy Kimmel as Carl Malone said on the Man Show why they call it diabetes? Should call it liver-beatis and give people no hope. <laughs> people get hope when they see Taysom Hill in a BYU uni. Uh, it's real, this
0: is really getting to you, isn't it? It
1: is, it is man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as nervous as I was.
0: Skylar Halford, master of West Coast Conference play at BYU in studio. Out, this dude. is BYU Sports Nation. Right above the ah! ear. Right above the ear. BYU Sports Station brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU 623 student athletes. Learn more at cougarclub.com. Welcome to the club, Spencer Linton, and the steel, fully haired Jerem Jordan. (laughs) It's getting to (laughs) me, man. Studio
1: B. It's getting to me. The shot clock's winding down. (laughs) In other news, BYU's going to be in the West Coast Conference tournament starting uh, Thursday. We'll be down there. BYU TV. BYU women start. Do they play Thursday? I can't remember. Or Friday. They play Thursday at 8. Thursday at 8. Which is going to be more like 8.30. But Thursday at 8. We start Thursday morning with BYU Sports Nation. Then we're doing a full day of games Thursday, Friday, uh, two games on Saturday with special BYU Sports Nation. Monday as well. So check it out. We'll be live from Vegas for five days straight.
0: Download awesome. the show podcast, I forgot to remind people of this, on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Really, if you, if you can, you're, you're going to want to watch this. Or at least follow the Twitter account. If, if you don't. It's not as compelling radio. This is going to be the day. And there are like a bunch of people pouring into the studio
1: right now to watch this. <laughs> I'm getting even more nervous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> What's going on?
0: Is well, there something going on? Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines starting with this. And David put his hand in his bag. And took thence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine slash Gonzaga in
1: his forehead. If David had Bob Medina as an athletic trainer, that would have been more accurate. Yeah.
0: The man providing some of the stones. Skylar Halford in studio. Skylar, 14 yeah. points. Yeah. Two for
3: three from three. Stop, stop. Four rebounds. Hey, hey, hey. Easy. <laughs> Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for coming on, man. It was great. Yeah, to see. good to have yeah, you yeah, back it's, in studio. Great yeah. win, man. How you feeling?
3: I feel great. Uh, still on cloud nine, I think. Yeah, it, I didn't want to go to bed Saturday night. What time did you go to sleep? I, uh, four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, I Text, stayed tweet. up, watched the game over, and uh, watched um, watched the Sports Center highlights, and just sat thinking about it for a while, and talking to my roommates about it. It was. It was just a night that you won't forget. You know, it was really fun. Were you, like, you in the airport group? Because because yes. some guys yeah uh, caught a different plane the next day. Right. No, we came back Saturday night, and uh, all the fans were there at the airport, and that what was, was that, like? that was so much fun. I mean, I I didn't think about it even, and then all of a sudden I hear, um, I was on the plane with Coach Nashif, and he's like, "Oh boy, there's a bunch of fans there," and I was like, "He's kind of like, darn, we're not going to get out of here for a while," and I'm like. Shh. Eat, let's go! Like this is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun having all those people there, and we love the support. And you know, BYU fans are great.
0: It's one thirty in the morning. I know yeah. the Provo Airport probably hasn't been that excited since, since Oklahoma oh nine Oklahoma two thousand nine
1: when all the fans uh, came out for that.
0: How has your mentality changed uh, as a player as this season has progressed, Skyler?
3: Um, I think from the beginning of the year, I, uh, personally, just. Um, I guess maybe not as confident a little unsure of myself and where I stood and what I needed to do but as the season progressed I continued to stay confident with myself and continue to work hard and I feel like uh, a lot of our guys you know we we've had some ups and downs but I think we've we've kept that steady mindset of being positive and being confident with each other and you know as a team and and I think that's really helped us progress and helped us grow along the way and um I feel like we're we're heading in the right direction at the right time so it's good. I remembered when the airport was packed like that,
1: after Gonzaga in 2011 in the NCAA tournament oh, to yeah. get to the Sweet 16. The uh, the airport was packed. I was actually at that. My wife made a sign for the sports information director who was in the room, Kyle Chilton. <laughs> Name drop. Um, <laughs> defensively, the season changed. You guys decided, okay, rebounding is our thing, and then all of a sudden, you've won six in a row and held people under 70 or less last six games. What what's Uh, How did you guys do that? How did you play better defense last six?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think just as a collective group, everybody's on the same page. We have the same mindset. We all know what's most important. And coaches, he's preached to us that uh, all of our guys on our team, we've all come from places where we've been big scorers. And, you know, we've won games by scoring lots of points. But he was like, I need you guys to have that same excitement and same motivation as scoring points to get rebounds and get stops. And I think we've all bought into that. And knowing that that's the most important thing for this team. When we rebound, you know, when we out-rebound our opponents, we win. When we get stops, we win. And that's, you know, uh, I like they say, it's a cliche, defense wins championships. And it's so true. I think for us to be the elite team that we want to be, we, we've we needed to make that transition. I think we're continually getting better at it, and we're finding our groove as far as uh, getting those rebounds that we need and, and getting defensive stops. So, so I think we're you know we're progressing in that area, and it's it's been good for us.
0: After a six straight win that included ending the nation's longest home win streak against one of your WCC rivals, Gonzaga, what was the emotion like in the locker room? Take us inside.
3: After or before? Be-
0: well, before and after. I'm interested to know before. Yeah, what was the dynamic before so and then after?
3: It was interesting. I think before just that after the Portland game. From mm-hmm. there on out, I-, I just could feel as an entire group. And, and, you know, it's easy to say after you've won. But I, I honestly felt inside like, you know, we're going to beat these guys. And, and everybody had that same belief. And Coach, you know, told us, you guys here in this room right now are the only people that really believe that we're going to beat these guys. And, I mean, because there's so many people out there, ah, you know, Gonzaga's too good. They're at home and all those things adding I, up. I said those things myself. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it was kind of an us-against-the-world type feel. And in the locker room before, we just were really confident, and, and after it was just complete celebration. So, <laughs> describe the celebration. I so, saw a video, so if you're lying, I'll know. No, we went inside, and there was water thrown around, and and we had Josh and Corbin dumped a big old water bucket on Coach, and he still had to do interviews after that. Oh my gosh, I know that was the best. I mean, what do you expect, right? It's just such a great feeling, and hadn't beat a top three team in you know however many years 34. since '81 or whatnot. Yeah. 34. Amazing. And, uh, Amazing. So it, it was a great accomplishment for the, our coaches and for our team, and and so we were just really pumped and excited afterwards. We celebrated for a good while.
1: Okay, so I I uh, go onto the court and take this video. And after the melee, you see me, and you <laughs> you look at me, and you just scream and pump your fist right into the camera. You remember the moment? Oh man! Or I, was it just? Blend, does it just?
3: Blend uh, I'm trying. I think I was it right after, right before we went and shook hands with their team and whatnot. And, if,
1: if we can re-cue the video to see, the yeah, show we'll, Skyler, we'll you'll, you'll see the moment. Because you look at me, you acknowledge like, "Oh, it's you." I'm uh, go- I'm going to yell into the camera.
3: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I just remember screaming and yelling, and there might have been a camera, and I might. I think I might have looked into it and screamed. It was, I mean, more than likely.
1: But um, it was it was Porto Alegre North Brotherhood. Yes, right there. That's what it was.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. And then and
1: then Terry Nashif. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Dave Rose gave him a nugi. Did you see that?
3: Oh yeah, I think I did. Put him in a Yeah, <laughs> had a little and a little guy. <laughs> there, there's so many
0: unique things about that celebration. Now I do want to know. What was your mindset as you're watching Kyle Wilcher throw up that 65-footer or whatever it was? What What's, what's happening in your mind oh at that point? Oh, my gosh.
3: I was just like, this this can't be happening. Like, I, Please do not go in. We've had enough of those going. We've had Della Dova hit a half-court shot before and all these things. I'm just like, please don't have this guy have a bad game and then all of a sudden hit this huge shot. But, right, I mean, it was right there. It was there. right on line. It's like right, two inches off. Two inches off the back iron and – as soon as it came off, just overwhelming joy and and just excitement. And so, yeah, I mean, nervous completely until the clock hit zero and we knew that shot didn't go down.
1: Yeah, I asked you the question after. I said, when did you realize you were going
3: to win the game? And yeah. I was thinking, hey, with five minutes left, we were up 11. I thought... And no. you said no when yeah, Wiltshire missed. Yeah, right when that ball went off and I knew it was not going in was the moment I was you know, celebrating and knew we had won. Uh, but before that, you just never can relax ever and, and with a team like that. They can come back so fast. They the did t- it against
0: St. Mary's. They were down 17.
3: Yeah, and came back. And so, I mean, we've seen it. We know what they can do. We, know, we knew what they were capable of. And so literally just couldn't relax until we knew the game was over and we had won. So it was good.
1: It feels like uh, polar opposite feelings. You're 5-4, and four, you just lost to Pepperdine, who you led by 16. And that was the front half of play. Then you go 8-1, and one, the same thing that happened last year, to get momentum going into Vegas. Can you, can you describe the juxtaposition of those feelings?
3: Uh, I think it's a, kind of a, like your back's against the wall type feeling when we were 5-4, and, and and we had a decision to make whether we wanted to uh, kind of you know, just keep letting things go the way they were going to go, or whether we were going to make a change, whether we were going to uh, work a little bit harder in practice, or whatever it was that needed to take place, what whatever we needed to sacrifice. And I think we did that, and we maintained a positive mentality within our team, and and we never got down on ourselves, and we knew what we were capable of. We knew we know what type of team we can be, and so we just took that mentality into each and every day in practice, and and uh, in these. You know, over the past nine games, and and we've been able to perform. Scholar,
0: do you know which member of the media was still tooting the tournament train horn when you were five and four in conference?
3: It's my guy. That's right. <laughs>
0: I was alone turny on that train. island, man.
3: Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, now you're receiving the punishment. Oh my God. I'm going to be wearing uh, the turny train
1: hat the, rest clearly, of the clearly the <laughs> battle
0: cry before the game was, hey, let's shave Jerem's head. I thought head. I
1: heard that outside let's... the locker room. Did that
0: happen in the
3: pregame? Uh, yeah, that was our motivation. Yeah. <laughs> shave Jerem's head.
0: <laughs> oh! it's,
3: it's really happening. Are you,
1: will you stick around and participate?
3: Oh, of course. I, I'm okay. a little nervous. Never baked anyone's head. but uh, No, we're not doing that. We're, <laughs> uh, oh, no? We're just, we're, we're just buzzing it. Okay. <laughs> we're <I> was, we're <laughs> not going to use Someone brought up a razor and shaving cream. We're not
1: using this. <laughs> we're, not, we're not using this. No. I,
3: will, I, I hope I don't bick it.
0: You know yeah. everybody's <laughs> going to stick around for this. Jerem Jordan gets a new hairdo on BYU Sports Nation. Skylar Halford. One of the men I of the hour in this, the house to help to out with on. the festivities. <laughs> I don't
3: even know how to put this. Get yourself on. ready. Neither do I. So we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> oh, the
3: Here Zags get zigged
0: by BYU. <laughs> we'll be back after this.
3: Put those things away first. Here, get just one for
0: me. me. BYU Sports Nation is We're presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer Linton. Teamed up with the fabulous. Jerem Jordan.
1: We have Caitlin Jenny King on set as well. She produced the men's basketball games, football baseball. She's on. supervising She's the haircut. Yeah. We need someone that knows what they're doing here. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> you, you ready for this, man?
1: No. Jared's hyperventilating. It, I've described it as this. You get to the high dive, the very top, you mm-hmm. know, and you're like, oh, that's going to be awesome. Then you get to the top, and that feeling that ensues, that's what I'm feeling right now. It's like, why did I say that?
3: Well, yeah, we got no guards. Why
0: did you win the game? <laughs> this is your fault. You're I've done play-by-play no, so play for a lot of I'm things, so but happy. I've never done play-by-play play for a haircut. That's going to change today.
1: No, I, yeah, I personally blame Skyler Halford right. for BYU's <laughs> win,
0: which is a
3: great thing. <laughs>
1: the N1 where the... Pop spilled. Let's do this. All
0: right. Let's go. Okay. All right.
3: Straight All right. down the middle. Straight. Yo, hey, Caitlin nice Stone. Okay, we
0: <laughs> we start easy, down the middle. Jeremy, you're gonna look awesome, dude. Wow,
3: did you get some thick hair? I got.
1: I got. I got some. I got some, some product Please in say, there. You, I got you, some you product. prepared.
3: Yeah. You don't got. You don't got any hair <laughs> wow. in the
1: matter. Anymore. Wow. <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> okay.
3: I don't know if we can go right down the middle.
0: This Skylar is trying right. to go down the middle of Jeremy's hair, and it is. It hey, is I literally. Think I, think I think we're good. Are, it we is good? Literally Are we good? Are we getting everyone? stuck.
1: We're I good. We can end sh- this. You
0: should shave every part of his hair except for that little quaff <laughs> in the front. <laughs>
1: no, I th- I think we can, I think we can end it now. I think we're all right. Do we
3: have a number? We
1: might need cl- We might need we like need a, a two on, on it. Your hair a
3: little There's a gu-
0: There's a guard there in the case, head? I'm told, somewhere to the side. Oh,
3: I'm getting some hair. <laughs> oh, here we go. Are you
0: now uh, some, now some of it's starting to fly I'm off. Being
3: it real easy here. I wanted to make it dramatic. This is, a, this is the approach. hardest
1: thing Skylar's done all week. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm not a barber.
0: <laughs>
1: it,
3: going, oh, going I'm to seriously nervous. I'm gonna get a bald spot on you back here on accident.
1: Maybe we. It's go gonna to look bad that. no it's, matter what. It's
0: all gonna be bald when when we when all is said and done. So it doesn't matter. Now they're, th- they're getting a they're getting a safety professional clip. Professional.
1: I think Skylar <laughs> H- for driving at Karnowski was easier than this. Yes. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> Jeremy, your hair doesn't want to go away, dude. It's got a it's got well, a mind of its own. It's
1: stubborn. It's, your it's Mark Pope's defense.
0: Okay, how are you feeling, man? Walk me well, through how it hasn't you feeling. Turned
1: out like we thought it would, it?
0: Now let's see. Can is let me see the back of your head. <laughs> There's just like one chunk of it gone. Don't, <laughs>
1: don't
3: look at anything yet.
0: Oh <laughs> to show this. yeah. Okay,
3: did you know
0: what
1: number
3: this is?
0: Uh-uh. We're trying. Yeah, Skylar is trying to, uh, to do his best. And clearly, I've never done this, is, this, my friend. This
1: this is BYU's play in the first half of WCC play right now. A little disappointing, <laughs> but we're hoping that the back half is eight and one. It's a little better. Focused on the goal. Yeah, okay. still focused no. on the goal. Yep, playing better defense. You
0: should be able to Okay, okay, Caitlin. Yes. Educate. I'm, I'm what does trying. he need to do? What does he need to do?
1: How How long I'm, is this going to well, take? It's it forty eight. We got ten, we got ten minutes left in the show.
0: While we're, while, we we're shav- a web while we're shaving Jerem's head, I'm going to do the daily RPI update. How about that?
1: Yeah, let's do something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the daily RPI yeah, on BYU Sports Nation. BYU <laughs> in at number 38 today in the RPI. The Cougars earn an RPI top 10 win over Gonzaga. They now have four wins oh, versus the now. RPI top 74 and four overall against the RPI top one hundred twenty-three and 8 <sighs> overall. Quality wins, yeah, led off by Gonzaga. Stanford, UMass, St. Mary's also up there. The bad losses against San Diego and two against have to Pepperdine. Pay for this? No, you do not have okay. to pay for this. Okay, How about we read some cover some tweets, my friend. Dude, Should we I'm, do that? I, oh, I'm feeling it now. Tweets. At FRRuiz801. Where did you get those <laughs> shears? At the DI?
1: Somewhere. <laughs> hey, stop dogging <talking> on DI. <laughs>
0: Okay, at Bleed Cougar Blue, Spencer. If you're only buzzing, Jerem, he should be dying at Cougar Blue. Are you going to dye your hair Cougar Blue? No, Someone's calling for that. It's going there. Oh, now, now we're rolling, baby. It's It's going. We got another. How do we have another set of shears coming into the studio? We have a second set of shears coming in. Who has those on hand? Like, do we just keep those at BYU Broadcasting? Whitney, I
1: love you. (laughs) 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 After I got back to the hotel in Spokane. Saturday-slash-Sunday morning, Whitney was like, at, you really have to do that, don't you?
0: At JV Fiso, yes. watching Skylar Halford shave Jerem Jordan's head is the highlight of my morning. Hashtag amazing.
1: We need to get you a better morning.
0: <laughs> uh, at AnthonyBird18, what a great way to start a day off. Hey. Yep, that is the consensus feeling thus far hey, on Twitter. How
1: am I, doing? I wouldn't say I have great hair, so it's this is- kind of like a restart. Like... Your Nintendo game isn't working, and you Are blow on the cartridge. You know that's NMCA. kind of what's going on right now with <laughs> my hair. The good one. All right, Caitlin K- yes. King's. Now we get.
0: Now we get the expert in on here. Does that hurt, Jeremy? Are no. you feeling any pain? No, no. The
1: there's, top there's emotional damage, but physically no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> See, you actually look decent. This isn't even as bad as I thought. Well, He's I don't look think fine. It, I don't
1: think it's short. It's very short, yeah. No, right? it's
3: not. We're we're just taking care of whatever this top. Layer. Oh, it's it's Kyle, pretty you, short, dude. Yeah, it's pretty.
1: short. We have a better attachment with Kyle Chilton. Okay, Kyle Chilton, yeah, sports information Just director, BYU basketball. Just happens to have a better attachment somehow. Oh, there it goes. There we go. Down go the bangs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so short.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> You're going to look amazing. We should have done a two. <laughs> You're going to look amazing. We should have done a two. At, hey, oh, my that? gosh. <laughs> okay. 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 okay.
1: Yeah, now it's on.
0: Wow. <laughs> it took a while. That's I'm sorry. That's basically a big. It took it took a while. That's Brendan Sander out of the back row. At bld Okay, six. now it's hurting. Jared, Jerem no, by I'm 17. Kidding. How about that? Jerem by 17 plus. I
1: thought I'd have a little peach fuzz. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. Oh. No peach
3: fuzz.
1: This is literally the it. worst moment of my life. Hey,
3: wait. Maybe we should do this. We should do the ball like, right here really quick. <laughs> we no, we're gonna we can
1: put a yeah. Hey, go Two-Face. Here go, we go Aaron Eckhart.
0: This one's for you, Skyler. At Shy Kurt this Vlogs. This was a terrible idea. Sky half stick the basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Look at this. This is a legendary hair. Lee, going, me and Pope are going to party, dude. Me, uh, Rebel.
0: Look at the Pope. back. Okay, now turn Durant. around, Jerem. Just let people see the back of your hair now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even this see This is it. awesome.
1: Oh, my One God. One half of his head dude, is I'm shaved. Dude, I'm going last of the Mohicans right now. There are like right 20 now.
0: people in the studio all laughing at Jerem. Uh, this is a I highlight moment on, on BYU this. Sports Nation. You'll see the finished product in just a moment, if they can finish it in the next yeah. two look minutes. Like
1: Christian Bale and the machine. Good grief.
0: With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes, including Skylar Halpert, are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com, and welcome to the club.
1: I hate my life so much
0: right now. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Ow! Yeah.
1: not just kidding, just kidding.
0: Jerem Jordan looking sharp, looking fresh, dude. You're, dude, tell me that doesn't look awesome.
1: I'm I'm a G.I. Jane right now. <laughs> <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I'm just thinking of both people in movies and saying them. I'm uh, the last airbender.
0: That you are. <laughs> Skyler, pretty Skyler pretty and Hal providing pretty. some... Pretty
3: you got, like, these little
1: pieces
0: right here. Oh, there. my they're goodness. Still, like, you know, we're going we're gonna to whip it while they're finishing up. Oh, there it's been go. whipped. There you <laughs> go. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Yes. Men's basketball. Jerem Jordan's getting his head shaved because BYU men's basketball took down number three Gonzaga Saturday night in the kennel, snapping their 41-game home <laughs> winning streak, solidifying the number two seed in West Coast Conference Tournament plays Saturday night against the winner of Santa Clara and Loyola Marymount.
2: Women's basketball.
0: The ladies fell the Gonzaga, 73-66. They're now the number five seed in West Coast Conference Tournament play. They play Thursday night, 8 p.m.
2: on BYU TV. <laughs> men's volleyball. A
0: sweep of the weekend for BOE men's volleyball over Ball State. Matt Underwood finished with 11 kills on Saturday. Price Jarman had a career-high seven kills, four blocks. Softball. Felicidades to the Cougars, who bid adios to the Salukis of Southern Illinois, 8-1 in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Behind McKenna Bowl's 13th win of the season. Jeremy's wearing the blue goggles.
1: <laughs> I look like, like Nashiv now.
0: Gymnastics. And the blue goggles on with the shaved head.
1: Yeah, where's despite, that swim, cap?
0: Se- despite setting a season high on floor exercise, BYU Gymnastics fell to number 15 Boise State. 196.275 to 194.75 on Friday night. Jill Van Mierlo led the team again. Career high 9.875 on the bars. Today's Let's. Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to Skylar Halford. Skylar, nice job, dude. Hey. Thanks, hey. Hey.
3: Nice I job. I don't know if I could have done without Caitlin, though, you
0: know? Way to yeah. – Caitlin Jenny as well. Way to execute that, that to perfection. Caitlin King now. She oh, that's weird. right. Caitlin Jenny King. I apologize
1: about that. <laughs> Listen, I asked for this, and this is what I get. What's at, the best part at, of
0: BYU's win at Gonzaga?
1: Jerem's haircut. At the, the Rise and Child podcast, how does J- uh, Mrs. Jordan feel about the new hairstyle? Whitney just tweeted, I may have to go radio silence today.
0: <laughs> this feeling is so weird. Thanks to John Gassi, Skylar Skyler and everyone on yeah. our crew. The show on demand on BYUtv.org. Shout out to Jeff Campbell. We're back to work tomorrow with a Jeremy